What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Happy life. Doing well. A little sore still, uh, but you know, life continues. You sound better. You sound more peppy and full of energy. You don't sound as congested. Yes, that's uh, it's actually been pretty nice to be able to breathe through your nose again. Yeah. You know, I I hate the feeling of COVID in the morning. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the little the little dance your nostrils does, you know, like one side's open, the other side's closed, and it alternates. Yeah, yeah that, I hate that. that. Fun. I absolutely hate that. And then, of course, you know, the, the sneezing. And, and oh, man, I just, I, I can't stand, of course, none of those are symptoms of COVID, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to disagree, though. Sneezing is very nice. And it's not necessarily the sneezing itself. It's the relief you get after the sneeze. <laughs> it's not nice for me, Bruce. Yeah, I got a neck problem. It's oh, that's true. It's a that's little fair. bit of a little yeah. bit of an yeah. issue here. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. you know, the kind oh, of the uh, yeah, a little bit of a uh, of a of a neck breaker whiplash kind of thing here. Yeah, that's fair. We we just need to get you hooked up with some cybernetics. You know, yeah, get you uh, ready for the the. I tell you what, if you can, uh, if you can, yeah, if you can hook me up with a, um, if you can hook me up with one of those Bill Gates vaccines, and then if that will allow me to get one of the. Uh, the cybernetic implants from the World Economic Forum, then, you know, sign me up. Well, see, okay, so if we have aliens on Mars, see what actually may be going on here is this vaccine is full of nanites, like the Borg. So you just inject people and it slowly turns into machines, you know, part machine, part human. So there you go. That's that's what's going on. So when you get the Gates vaccine, that's what you're getting. You're getting... Obviously, I'm being totally facetious. You know, here, okay, let, let me ask you something because I heard a whacked out conspiracy, th- and literally, it's a conspiracy theory. I heard a whacked out conspiracy theory yesterday. You remember the uh, the Israeli intelligence guy, like this the space intelligence guy that says that the there's a civilization living under Mars, right? Yeah, yeah, or at least okay. a base at the very least. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I heard that. And I, I don't. For, so we're clear. I don't believe this, but. I'm not saying that the people that are that I'm going to mention here don't believe it. I'm saying I don't believe it, but I have no doubt that it's entirely possible that the people I'm going to mention do believe all of this. I heard yesterday that an alien civilization is actually talking to the elite here on Earth and they are telling them to overwrite the human genome and our DNA code with vaccines for COVID. Okay, so th- th- that's that's a bit of a stretch. Um, Again, I said it's a conspiracy theory, and I said I didn't believe it. No, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I get you. I, I'm just saying, you know, if I was talking to them, um, that's a bit of a stretch uh, because number one, if there's aliens uh, and they're doing this, would you not think they would give them some technology to better facilitate this kind of genetic augmentation or or alterations? Yes, that was that was part of the argument. Was exactly what you just said. However, they think that by them doing this with the vaccines, that's part of that technology. And if they carry it out, then they'll be given more technology. Oh, I see. I see what they're saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
Okay, that's uh, again a uh, bit of a stretch. Um, I'm on board with the idea that uh, the COVID nineteen te- um, um, vaccine could be later. Um, you know, the next vaccine to come out for the next disease, which is going to be another flu. Um, they could put some kind of augmentation in there. I do believe that's coming, uh, but do I believe it's in this one? Eh, no, not really. I, I don't yet. Um, uh, but the technology to do that is in this vaccine. Um, they're using the whole um, RNA uh, messenger system, uh, also known as CRISPRs. They're, they're using that technology, that understanding to um, create this vaccine. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are some lizard people or something telling all the politicians what to do, right? I, I've seen some of those lizard people, scaly, ugly looking things. There, there's this one that's floating around out there named Bill Gates. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does look ugly. A scaly. Son of a bitch, he is. I mean, my God. Every yeah. time you see it, same thing with another guy. Like, there's another guy out there named Warren Buffett, always eating an ice cream cone. Lizard, scaly looking guy. Yeah, there's another one, George Soros. He looks a bit scaly. Oh, man, I tell you what. You know, I heard somebody call him once the human groundhog, saying that he actually, (laughs) like, he's actually, he is like that, isn't he? The analogy fits. Not only does he kind of resemble one, I I, I don't mean to bash somebody for for their looks, because I'm not that kind of person usually, but by that analogy, they were referring to the fact that he stays down in his hole until something's not going his way, and then he comes out. And he shines some light on something that he needs to change. And then he goes back down in his hole and you don't hear from him. Yeah. I mean, it totally fits. So, ugh. I mean, I don't to know. To be man. fair, it, the it, guy it, looks like he doesn't get much daylight, to be fair. that That's true. Well, I mean, you know, there, it's hard to get sunlight through that bunker, you know? <laughs> right. It is rumored, though. It is rumored. And this has never been confirmed. It is rumored that he likes cats. George Soros has an affection for cats. You know, every, every um, you know, cliche movie that has uh, that that um uh, cliche villain you know and they they always have that white cat that they are always carrying around or the black one or whatever you know and and, and so all right that's that's for me to get to this morning let's uh let, let's talk about some, like maybe we can talk about some actual stuff in the uh that's going on in current events so another solar company i think solyndra was the big one back in the day another obama solar company yeah, went bust yeah so solyndra is the big one because they got half a million dollars and now you'd be saying okay well you know they got half a million dollars whoopie dink right it was investment so yeah no that's half a million dollars of taxpayer funds right well uh this one uh just recently went under um see the wall street journal uh just um reported this the company uh tonopa solar energy just went under. Um, it's operated by the Crescent Dunes Solar Plant in Nevada. Uh, they received $737 million in uh, guaranteed loans during the Obama administration. Tonopa was granted a Chapter 11 uh, bankruptcy plan in early December. So um, there you go. Basically, this, um, the, this settlement will basically leave taxpayers liable for as much as $234 million an outstanding debt. Uh, but the uh, total public cost is even higher. Uh, they also received um, tax credits, which I don't think that's really, no, that's not, I, I don't I don't consider that one part of the uh, investment thing because um, tax credits are not you getting money. It's the government taking less money from you. So that, that, that's something different. But they were, they also received some uh, cash payments instead of uh, these tax credits. So that would be a direct subsidy or uh, loan. So let me guess, 
another company's gone bust and no one knows where the money went. Is that the gist of it? Yeah, basically. Not only do they not know where the money went, uh, but it's also the fact that the taxpayers are um, out, uh, um, you know, 200 and some million dollars off of this. So, uh, you know, yeah, no big deal, right? You know, uh, green energy, right? It's worth it. We got to save the planet, right? You know, when you have uh, a, a billion dollar solar company like that, a multi-billion dollar solar company like that, that gets government uh, funneled money, and then all of a sudden those companies go bankrupt and nobody knows where the money went. Uh, there's a word for that. It's called a gangster. Well, um, there's also uh, <laughs> another caveat. It was supposed to produce 482 megawatt hours every year. Yeah, um, it didn't produce that at all in its lifetime. I was going to say, those companies usually don't like the one that was out there in like the solar plant that they built out in the middle of like the Nevada desert or something produced like one megawatt or something like that. It was barely enough to run a damn toaster. Yeah, th- this is um, this is one of them, right? The the Crescent Dunes. That's that's uh, that's in the Nevada desert, is it? Not? Is it? OK. Here, yeah. Well, OK. Well, uh, I'm sure, uh, Bruce, if you're if you're scamming taxpayer money, I mean. There's no there's no limit. There's a lot of desert out there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um yeah, it's it's Nevada. Construction cost was just shy of 1 billion dollars. Um storage capacity is um 1000 megawatt hours uh, it looks like. So not a lot. Yeah, capacity factor looks like it was planned to be at least 51.9%. Uh currently it is only reached 20%. So uh yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, I wonder how many more companies are going to go bust in the coming days. Leads you to wonder, doesn't oh, it? it? It's all COVID, right? That's why. It's of course. COVID. Of course. It, it, yeah. All the shutdowns and everything. Yeah. It, it, that's what did it. New York is talking about going into a hard lockdown. Mayor Bill de Blasio's warning. I mean, hard. And by the way, the Netherlands just locked down. Again, you notice all of this is the same. Like all of this, everybody's doing exactly the same thing for the same amount of time in the same areas. You can't tell me all this is not coordinated. You can't tell me that. Well, we have to do it in all the places at once, because if we don't, then, you know, if one country doesn't uh, meet the same time frame, then they could have some of their nationals come into our country and bring COVID with them. So we all have to do it at the same time. We're all in this together, right? So we have to do this all at the same time to curb the spread of COVID-19. Right. Because we know that works, right? I mean, we, we have right. yeah. we, mm. we have documented evidence and, and proof that, that these things work, right? Um, well, technically, some of the places that have been locked down since March, um, they're on their third spike now. So, you know, clearly, clearly they would be on like their fourth or fifth spike right now if it wasn't for the lockdowns and the mask mandates. So well, it's, it's yeah. funny. Uh, London, actually, they were locked down, hard locked for, for a while. And they actually found that the the cases were actually higher after the lockdown than before. So do you know what their solution was? Longer lockdowns. Lockdown again, yeah, yeah, because it, it, it totally makes sense, right? It, I mean, it, 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 it does, yeah. it works. And their health minister today, Matt Hancock, has announced that there's a there's a strange mutation in the south of England, and that's why all of the cases are just spiking off the charts down there. Now, strange here's a simple, mutation. yeah, strange mutation. Yeah, just, just, I'm sure it's nothing. Here's interesting, and I don't want to talk all this COVID nonsense, but we'll get into some of that later on this afternoon. But my question is this, and it's it's just a simple observation here. If masks work, then why do we need the six feet? If we have the six feet and that works, then why the masks? 
if they both work, then why do we have lockdowns? And if all three of these work, then why do we have rushed vaccines? And if the vaccines are safe, well, then why do the big pharma companies have liability protection? Just an observation and a question. And another question to that as well is, um, we've brought it up before about the CDC, head of the CDC. Well, this mask is more uh, effective than a virus, right? Or, or, or excuse me, more effective than a vaccine, right? It is more effective than a virus, to be fair. Well, true, true. So uh, why, why do we have a vaccine then? If, if the mask is so effective... Why do we need a vaccine? Why don't we just wear a mask until, you know, things are, are cleared up? What was it that uh, uh, Robert, uh, whatever his name was, uh, Redfield from the CDC, he was flat out asked in the beginning, should healthy people wear masks? No. He actually said that. We played it here. Yep. Let's end on a on a funny note. This week in Campus Insanity, you like these things, huh? Yeah, these are fun. <laughs> these well, are fun. I mean- well, it's sad, really, isn't it? It's really yeah. sad. You start getting into all this. I'm, I'm Bruce. I'm sitting here looking at a list of personal pronouns, and I've not seen any of these. Listen to this. I'm just going to go down through this list. All right. Is there a, is there a thing here about personal pronouns? Okay. So here's a list of personal pronouns that you can list on on certain college campuses across the U.S. Okay. Now they the question is, what pronouns do you prefer? All right. So you can start with this one. Co. Co, cos, cos, or co-self. Uh, what is that supposed to signify? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But let, uh, let's continue on. The next line, that's that's one option. Okay, so you can take any of those, right? That that's a that's a a bubble you can click on. So you just it's you just click the bubble and you get all those personal pronouns if you prefer one of those. The next oh, one would I think, be. Uh, sorry, I, I just looked real quick. I think that's um, uh, non-binary. Is is that is, no, it's non-binary? Co- Okay, code cogent. Okay, gotcha. Okay, uh, the next one would be N. So E N N ends or N self. Uh, uh, that's um, a good question. I'm not seeing a translation anywhere. Okay, all right, all right. So they're so they're a loon. All right, gotcha. The next one. Uh, 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 okay, okay. Uh, the next one I. So E Y M, which is E M air E I R airs. E-I-R-S, or M-Self, E-M-S-E-L-F, M-Self. And then, of course, it goes down, believe me, I'm just as lost as you. Uh, He, him, his, or himself. She, her, her, she, her, hers, or herself. They, them, their, theirs, and themself. Z, her, H-I-R, herself, H-I-R-S-E-L-F, completely Looney Tunes. Z, as in Z-E, Zier, Zier's, or Zier self, so Z I R S E L F or Z I R S E L F. V viz ver or ver self. See Bruce, if you couldn't get any of those, if you didn't have any of those to uh, to come up with a pronoun, if you if you didn't prefer any of those, then you can they they leave you an option here. It says if other, please enter them here, and then they give you a blank line. You can just type in whatever you want. Well, see, because gender is fluid, right? So you know clearly clearly it can be a, a number of things, right? Um, it looks like a, a mini of those, like the M self and some of the other ones. Uh-huh. Um, this, is, this is what the um, uh, first thing I'm seeing is um, it's a Spivak pronoun. Um, it's a, a gender. Yeah. S-P-I-V-A-K. It's a gender neutral pronoun. So a reflexive third person gender neutral singular personal pronoun. Uh, himself. Oh God. Okay. Explain. Explain to me how these are not cult members. Somebody, please. 
the hell world did I wake up in? That's just a that's just a starter of this week in Campus Insanity. This is actually interesting. So what they do is they go around to the uh, they do a weekly roundup of the craziest developments at the nation's 4000 plus institutions of higher education, <clears throat> higher education. Right. If that's higher education, you people are idiots. Number six. We'll just start with. Yeah, we'll, we'll do six to one. Number six. Coming out of campus reform, Mississippi State professor says collective parenting is better than traditional parenting. Right. This is the BLM. It um, is. The village raises your kids, not yep. you. Huh. Okay. Uh-huh. We discourage the Western prescribed nuclear family, which is what the Black Lives Matter movement fosters, although they've since changed that. That's not actually there yeah. anymore because you see, they, they care all of a sudden about families now. Sociology professor Margaret Hagerman suggested a collective approach to parenting as a potential solution to racism since white families foster bigotry. So uh, because I'm white, I'm a bigot? Oh, wait, that's right. Um, you're, inherently, you're, you're inherently you're racist, inherent, Bruce. Yeah, you've got a racist virus that can never be cured. Uh, so you're you're always racist, uh, yeah, apparently. Right. So take a take a listen to this. This is a commercial that's on that, that was used to be aired on MSNBC. Right. Take a listen to this. This is what they think about kind of what this professor kind of goes along with. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. So see, Bruce, there you go. Right. That's Melissa Harris Perry on MSNBC. And that was back in 2013. And so you see, it's it's been a long time that we've had uh, progressive ideas like that towards, uh, you know, the, the families saying that collective parenting is better than traditional parenting. So you see this simple college professor, she's not out of the realm of of normality here, is she? I mean, I, I remember hearing this um played i mean it fits with the current trends nowadays right uh yeah, i think does. it was too early then obviously because that was seven years ago that was a little too little too soon america wasn't ready to hear that rhetoric but now i think americans are so um i don't know desperate to get back to normalcy that uh yeah i don't know they may jump on board with this if it'll uh give them a sense of normalcy we can get back to to life. Moving right along, let's go to let me see. College fix. Univers Ohio State University employs a hundred plus diversity workers, costing ten million plus per year. A University of Michigan researcher found that Ohio State University employs more than a hundred diversity workers, which costs the university around ten million dollars per year. Well, wouldn't doubt it with the uh, the tuition cost there. It's like what forty thousand dollars a semester. Well, actually, I think it's more than that. But uh, yeah. That's great. That's great. See, we're employing diversity workers. And you notice now they're renaming streets and things like that to um, uh, to, to be more inclusive, uh, which, by the way, that's part of the that's part of cultural Marxism is, is that right there. And Mao also did that. They renamed streets and plazas and all the rest of it. But you, you have to because those those are so offensive. Right. Those, right. those street. Names, they hurt so bad when you see those names. Well, and to be fair, they also they foster an attitude of colonialism. So, it's, I mean, it's just outdated stuff. So we can't have that. Number four, Stanford appoints anti-fascist organizer to lead a free speech council, which is a, uh, by the way, if you're an anti-fascist, well, what does that make you? Fascist. <laughs> 
<laughs> pretty much, yeah. Stanford professor David uh, Plumbo Liu, who co-founded the Campus Anti-Fascist Network in 2017, was named the head of a committee on campus climate and free speech. So see, Bruce, he's not only fighting systemic injustice, he's also fighting for free speech and climate change. How do the two climate change and freedom of speech go together? Um, oh, yeah, that's right. If you talk against climate change, then your freedom of speech is revoked. I mean, they talked about this here a few years back. We had the crazy leftists saying, well, if you're a climate denier, then you should be thrown in prison. I mean, there was talk of that in the left circles. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, I, I don't know that I would say that's coming, but uh, yeah, that's coming. I don't I don't want to. I'm sorry. I, I do apologize. I know this is a family show and all, but uh, all right. Th- this is this one's a little interesting. Masturbation advocate speaks at a Christian college about sexual racism. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what to say about that. Instagram influencer and sex activist Autumn Morris promoted sex toys and masturbation to St. Olaf College students in an online Zoom lecture on sexual racism. This is a new one on me. Okay, I understand all the rest of it. I don't I don't like it because you're talking about that at a, at a Christian college, but what in God's name is sexual racism? That, that, that's a good question because typically the, the guys that I know, um, they they don't they don't really care the the race of the woman. I don't think or, anybody. Or do. that, uh, by by the way, anybody that's really truly not racist doesn't care. Yeah, uh, I mean the the thing is though is there's still a there's kind of like a a, a thin line if you will or a, a, I don't know really I don't know that it's really a, a thin line it's, it's a pretty clear line between racism and having your own preferences right. But that said, the the idea I'm not totally against the whole talking about this subject in general about sex and that sort of thing in a Christian college because in a marry in a marriage I mean that's sacred. But throwing in the race card, I don't even know where they're going with that one. I don't even uh, <laughs> whatever. I've learned to just not question at this point. Number two, and we talked about this one offline. We haven't actually gotten into detail on this one. Cornell University in New York, they have offered a persons of color exemption to the flu vaccine requirement. So students at Cornell University can use their status as people of color to be exempt from the university's flu vaccine requirement. But if you're not a person of color, you still have to get it. So you're in an effort to be not racist. You're being racist. Yes. That seems to be what they're going for here. Okay, so I mean, clearly, if you if you make any decision, right? This is kind of a general rule. We've talked about this before. If you make a decision based upon race, solely based upon race, you're probably racist. You may want to rethink things. Uh, basing the flu vaccine solely on race, you know, the exemption. Actually, uh, legally, I don't even think that'll hold water uh, because there is no constitutional. I mean, as a as a private business, yeah, sure. But I would argue you're taking federal funds, which means you're now bound to the Constitution just as the government is because you're part of a government entity because you're taking money from the government. So really, technically, the people that have exemption are anybody that says they don't want it. That's literally everybody that that has exemption. Doesn't matter their race, doesn't matter their religion. If they say they don't want it, technically, constitutionally, that's within their rights. And number one, Georgia State University Women's Group offers 10 pronoun options on an application, which I read. Women's Professional Development Group at Georgia State University provided 10 pronoun options, including male pronouns, for 
a female, for students to select on their membership application? Well, um, this actually won't go very far. If the um, the bill that was proposed by, um, what is her name? Hawaii Attractive. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. Okay, so Tulsi Gabbard, uh, she co-authored or co-sponsored a bill. Um, I forget who else was uh, helping sponsor it. They basically was saying it's illegal to allow biological males to, well, transition, if you will, and join women's teams uh, for like sports and, uh, you know, other events like that, that require a physical prowess. I don't know what word you want to use there. So it might, uh, that might filter into other culture and maybe, maybe they'll regain sanity and, and realize that biologically men do have denser bones and denser muscle uh, so you really don't want to have a man and a woman in a um, physical competition. It's usually not wise or fair. Um, so uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe we don't care about fairness anymore. Maybe maybe we should. Maybe maybe we should just open it up and say, look, ladies, you want to try out for the NBA? Go for it. You, you want to try out for MMA fighting against men? Go for it. Have at it. And I mean, maybe we should just open it up. Things aren't going to change much. Uh, I mean, you might have the one or two rare women that can compete to a degree. But when you start getting into those elite levels like that, I know this is a different this is a women's group. So it's a little different. But I don't know. I'm just rambling. Obviously. No, it, uh, it it's as crazy as it ever was, man. It, it's absolutely insane. And that's why we call it this week at Campus Insanity, because they do a great job over at the, uh, uh, the Washington Free Beacon putting that stuff together. So uh, we are going to have to go. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Today, you might want to check that out because interesting connections we're making today. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.